right, we're back. Cindy Radio on the Republic Broadcasting Network. If you can support the network, folks, please do so. Hope you didn't bet a bunch of money on the stupid bowl. I'm glad people are, you know, I, I made it a point not to make to watch one second of it. You know what? Because I didn't want to be tainted by it. I wanted to remain pure from this thing that everybody in the, you know, everybody in my circle that I know, besides maybe one person, you know, my whole family, I mean, everybody I work with, blah, they're, they're all into this crap. I'm like, I cannot be that person. I cannot be sullied by this. Now, tomorrow, will I watch just some of the stuff just to try to glean um, things from it? Yes, but I don't want to be sucked into it when it's live. You, you understand what I'm saying? I'm, I don't want to be part of the ritual, the... Um, the machinations. So I purposefully, I was like, I will not taint myself with, with, with something that everybody else is doing. I, I refuse. Um, Hey Sam, where are we at? We at 55, 21 or we already hit that one. Okay. So we're going to resume this Putin, um, Tucker thing. And, and I tried to go through it and, and just, you know, everybody's done this, but I try to bring up the stuff that kind of like, okay, this pricked my interest. This is what I thought was important. And so, you know, some of this you might have heard. Some of this you might not have. Some of you might not even have listened to this whole thing yet. I've already listened to it through twice, and I'm going to listen to it again um, just due to the fact that it was so voluminous. But go ahead and play to 5521. But what is part of my ignorance? What is denazification? What would that mean? What is that? What is that? What is that? That is what I want to talk about right now. It is a very important issue. Denazification. After gaining independence, Ukraine began to search, as some Western analysts say, its identity. And it came up with nothing better than to build this identity upon some false heroes who collaborated with Hitler. I have already said that in the early 19th century, when the theorists of independence and sovereignty of Ukraine appeared, they assumed that an independent Ukraine should have very good relations with Russia. But due to the historical development, those territories were part of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth, Poland, where Ukrainians were persecuted and treated quite brutally as well as were subject to cruel behavior. Go ahead, pause it, pause it. Now, wait a minute. Ukrainians were subjected to cruel behavior by the Polish. Okay, not the Holodomor. Notice how he totally just goes right past the the Holodomor, where Stalin and the Soviets starved out, what, 10 to 12 million. That's part of the 60-some-odd million that Solzhenitsyn was talking about. So the gang, the thugs, 
the Jewish thugs of the Soviet Union starved out all of these Ukrainian people, man, starved them to death, couldn't grow food or have animals, blah, 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 on their own lands. Whether you think, okay, they're part of Russia or not, but the, the, the gang running the freaking Soviet Union starved out like 10 to 12 million of these people, and then you, you want to denazify them. So we all watched The Greatest Story Never Told. We've all watched NWO Communism by the Back Door, which, look, Dennis Wise is, he is very pro-Roman Catholic, and he's very pro-Hitler um, and Franco and so forth. But, I mean, for, for Putin to sit there and try to pump us full of this crap about the Poles, okay, they might have done something. Did they starve out 12 million Ukrainians? I mean, we, this is why, you know, when I was listening to this for the first time, I'm just like, this guy is a straight up, he's just a Soviet propagandist he's like the great patriotic war are you kidding me dude and then we got all these clowns in alternative media in the in the u.s to sit there and just oh my god putin just blah, 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 knocked it out of the park we need to denazify these azov guys give me a break it just shows the buffoonery of so many people in our sector, they can't even, okay, glass half full, glass half empty. It's like I, I, a lot of the stuff Putin said during this interview, I'm like, yeah, you're right. The NATO jerks did A, B, C, and D. They did, uh, just like with a lot of the Indian tribes, <laughs> they did make a bunch of agreements with you that they took a dump on. I get it. But at the same time, bro, do not sit there and try to talk about uh, how uh, the Soviets were just some sort of a great benevolent force. And then, you know, you you read, you you know, you dig into Hellstorm and the things that happened um, when the Soviets entered Germany, the rapes. All the rapes of the German women and everything else. And then what freaking the terrible Swedish Jew Eisenhower did to the German POWs, starving them out. Uh, see, you know, Putin sitting here talking to us like, yeah, we we don't have any revisionist historians that have dug back into this stuff and like, oh, 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 wait a minute. Hitler and these guys might not have been as big a jerks that all the rest of you clowns say that they were after you done squished your testicles at Nuremberg and all the rest of it, um, and this whole thing, and then all of the stuff that the Soviets did constructing the fake uh, gas chamber baloney and all the rest of that crap. And so, I, you know, we, we need to just start calling out um, people uh, that's that that try to you know oh my god Putin just was just what a great interview Tucker Carlson because uh, he's he's trying to pump you full of BS too. Uh, go ahead and resume that, Sam. 
вели себя очень жестоко, это все осталось в памяти. There were also attempts to destroy their identity. Когда началась Вторая мировая война, часть All this remained in the memory of the people. When World War II broke out, part of this extremely nationalist elite collaborated with Hitler, believing that he would bring them freedom. From communism, hope so. German troops, even the SS troops, made Hitler's collaborators do the dirtiest work of exterminating the Polish and Jewish population. Hence this brutal massacre of the Polish and Jewish population, as well as the Russian population too. This was led by the persons who are well known, Bandera, Shukevich, It was those people who were made national heroes. That is the problem. And we are constantly told that nationalism and neo-Nazism exist in other countries as well. Yes, they are seedlings, but we approve them. And other countries fight against them. But Ukraine is not the case. These people have been made into national heroes in Ukraine. Monuments to those people have been erected. They are displayed on flags. Their names are shouted by crowds that walk with torches, as it was in Nazi Germany. All right, go ahead and stop it there, and then forward it to the 11726. Well, <laughs> if you just had a, uh, millions of your own people starved out by a bunch of communist Jewish gangsters, uh, maybe you'd be a nationalist too. Huh? I mean, this is the upside downness uh, of of this interview. <sighs> okay, um, go ahead, go ahead and play that one seventeen, Sam. Just give one example: the the U.S. dollar, which has kind of united the world uh, in a lot of ways. Maybe not to your advantage, but certainly to ours. <laughs> is that going away as the reserve currency, the the common, the universally accepted currency? How have sanctions, do you think, changed the dollar's place? You know, to use the dollar as a tool of foreign policy struggle is one of the biggest strategic mistakes made by the U.S. political leadership. I totally agree. The dollar is the cornerstone of the United States power. I think everyone understands very well that No matter how many dollars are printed, they are quickly dispersed all over the world. Inflation in the United States is minimal. It's about 3 or 3.4 percent, which is, I think, totally acceptable for the U.S. But they won't stop printing. What does the debt of 33 trillion dollars tell us about? It is about the emission. Pause it for a second, Sam. Pause it. Isn't that a fascinating that we're right now at this time period of this free fall collapse of our um, country, the invasion, financial banks failing, blah, 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 on the verge of war, that our national debt is $33 trillion. 33 trillion and we all know the significance with jesus and and other stuff um secret society blah 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 
isn't that just fascinating? Right now in 2024, when we're at the verge of who knows what, our debt is $33 trillion. Go ahead and resume, Sam. It is about the emission. Как только политическое руководство приняло решение использовать доллар в качестве инструмента политической борьбы, Nevertheless, it is the main weapon used by the United States to preserve its power across the world. As soon as the political leadership decided to use the U.S. dollar as a tool of political struggle, a blow was dealt to this American power. I would not like to use any strong language, but it is a stupid thing to do and a grave mistake. Pause it for a sec. What if that was done on purpose to sabotage us by our own Jewish banking clique? We have to, we have to as, a, as normal Americans that are under this yoke, we have to realize that chess is being played here. And then uh, Putin and others are like, yeah, these people, these elites are so dumb in the United States. They're sabotaging their own blah blah because they don't want it anymore. They want us on the central bank digital currency. They want to collapse the dollar. Putin has his own central bank digital currency designs. Putin's given his kids quadvalent flu shots. Right? Putin just gave up the vaccine passports in Russia. Just just recently. So for everybody to say, oh, Putin's this freedom warrior. Rah, rah, rah. No, he's not. He's just got another form of tyranny that's different from the one that they're trying to implement here. Okay? Uh, go ahead and resume. Look at what is going on in the world. Even the United States allies are now downsizing their dollar reserves. Seeing this, everyone starts looking for ways to protect themselves. But the fact that the United States applies restrictive measures to certain countries, such as placing restrictions on transactions, freezing assets, etc., causes great concern and sends a signal to the whole world. What did we have here? Until 2022, about 80% of Russian foreign trade transactions were made in U.S. dollars and euros. U.S. dollars accounted for approximately 50% of our transactions with third countries. While currently it is down to 13%. It wasn't us who banned the use of the U.S. dollar. We had no such intention. It was decision of the United States to restrict our transactions in U.S. dollars. I think it is complete foolishness from the point of view of the interests of the United States itself and its taxpayers, as it damages the U.S. economy, undermines the power of the United States across the world. By the way, uh, our transactions go ahead and stop in Yuan... Go ahead and stop it and then move to 130.24. But they're doing it on purpose. It's purposeful demolition. It's called creative destruction, as Alan Greenspan talked about. So Putin says it's foolishness, but no, they've got another plan up their sleeve, which is the digital um, enslavement blockchain, slave on the block, your chain to the block. This is what they've got coming. And, and he's got his own that's ready to go.
And so they're torpedoing our currency So because they want to destroy our privacy. They want to take us down. Look at the war on just gas furnaces, the war on internal combustion motors, lawn equipment on the West Coast. This is all the Great Reset. And so he's not – he's acting like uh, our elites are just stupid and they're not evil, uh, psychopathic uh, jerks that got another plan up their sleeve. All right, let's listen to the second part here, One thirty twenty-four. Go ahead. You're describing two different systems. You say the, the leader acts in the interest of the voters, but you also say these decisions are not made by the leader. They're made by the ruling classes. <clears throat> You've run this country for so long. You've known all these American presidents. What are those power centers? Yeah in the United States, do you think? Like, who actually makes the decisions? I don't know. America is a complex country, conservative on one hand, rapidly changing on the other. It's not easy for us to sort it all out. Who makes decisions in the elections? Is it possible to understand this when each state has its own legislation? Each state regulates itself? Someone can be excluded from elections at the state level. It is a two-stage electoral system. It is very difficult for us to understand it. Certainly there are two parties that are dominant, the Republicans and the Democrats, and within this party system the centers that make decisions, that prepare decisions. Then, look, why, in my opinion, after the collapse of the Soviet Union, such an erroneous, crude, completely unjustified policy of pressure was pursued against Russia? After all, this is a policy of pressure. NATO expansion, support for the separatists in Caucasus, creation of a missile defense system. These are all elements of pressure. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Then, dragging Ukraine into NATO is all about pressure, pressure, pressure. Why? I think, among other things, because excessive production capacities were created. During Go the ahead, confrontation stop it. With um, so he doesn't know. Who are the who are the centers of power, Tucker's? Oh, I don't know. It's a complicated system. You guys got it. We just don't understand it. We don't know why they want to pull Ukraine into NATO. We don't know why the Khazar gang wants to pull Ukraine <laughs> into NATO. Got no clue, bro. I don't understand it. You guys are real complicated people. I'm an old KGB gangster, blah, 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 mayor of St. Petersburg, been running Russia for a couple of decades. I don't, I don't know who calls the shots in the United States. I don't know the Jewish Jesuit thugs that call the shots in the United States. I can't name them. Um, let's go to that 136.32. Go ahead, Sam. Sam. All this put together led to the decision to end the war that neo-Nazis started in Ukraine in 2014. Do you, do you think Zelensky has the freedom to negotiate a settlement <clears throat> to this conflict? I don't know the details. Of course, it's difficult for me to judge. But I believe he has, in any case, he used to have. His father fought against the fascists, Nazis, during World War II. 
I once talked to him about this. I said, Volodya, what are you doing? Why are you supporting neo-Nazis in Ukraine today while your father fought against fascism? He was a frontline soldier. I will not tell you what he answered. This is a separate topic, and I think it's incorrect for me to do so. But as to the freedom of choice, why not? He came to power on the expectations of Ukrainian people that he would lead Ukraine to peace. He talked about this. It was thanks to this that he won the elections overwhelmingly. But then, when he came to power, in my opinion, he realized two things. Firstly, it is better not to clash with neo-Nazis and nationalists because they are aggressive and very active. You can expect anything from them. And secondly, the US-led West supports them and will always support those who antagonize with Russia. It is beneficial and safe. So he took the relevant position despite promising his people to end the war in Ukraine. He deceived his voters. But do you think at this point, as right, of February so let's stop there and then go to that last part. <clears throat> Here's what I say. Let's say Putin is still loyal to Marxism with his red string Kabbalah that he wears around just like Tucker. <clears throat> and then Zelensky, this Jew beating his wiener on a piano, dance around in high heels and all this t- TV stuff, and he gets recruited in. Who's to say that Soros, all Newland, all these billions that get dumped into the Ukraine, they actually prop up the nationalistic kind of uh, pro-white factions in the Ukraine. Like, yeah, these evil Russian communists, man, we got to whoop them. We got to get them out of our land, blah, 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 blah. And they're just a sacrifice, people. They're sacrificing all those white men, those Slavic white men that love their country, um, that love their race. And they're slated for liquidation. I've said this for months and years. Zelensky and Putin, and all the, they're setting up all the white Ukrainian people with some sort of self-respect for their race and their homeland and blah, blah, blah. They're slating them for liquidation. They're either getting out, they have to get out, or guess what? They're going to kill them. So the Khazar gang can come back into the Ukraine and claim it, and Pooty Poot will be fine with it, and uh, they'll all play nice later on. This is Menachem Schneerson's little New Jerusalem, where all the sickos from the tunnels in New York City doing whatever they do. These backward, inbred-looking sickos can move back after they clear out all the strong glorious, beautiful white women and men that lived there and tilled the land and the soil and everything else. Spill all that blood, and then guess what? Let the little creeps claim Kazaria 2.0. That's the way I'm seeing it. I'm sorry if you disagree. And at the bottom of the hour, if you want to call in, we'll. I, I got too much to cover. I haven't even got to, but let's play that last part, uh, Sam 146. So so do you see the supernatural at work as you look out across what's happening in the world now? Do you see God at work? Do you ever think to yourself, these are forces that are not human? 
No, to be honest. I don't think no, he doesn't see God at work at all. Uh, My opinion is that the development of the world community is in accordance with the inherent laws. And those laws are what they are. It's always been this way in the history of mankind. Some nations and countries rose, became stronger and more numerous, and then left the international stage, losing the status they had accustomed to. There is probably no need for me to give examples, but we could start with the Genghis Khan and Horde conquerors, the Golden Horde, and then end with the Roman Empire. It seems that there has never been anything like the Roman Empire in the history of mankind. Nevertheless, the potential of the barbarians gradually grew, as did their population. In general, the barbarians were getting stronger and begun to develop economically, as we would say today. This eventually led to the collapse of the Roman Empire and the regime imposed by the Romans. However, it took five centuries for the Roman Empire to fall apart. The difference with what is happening now is that all the processes of change are happening at a much faster pace than in Roman times. So when does the AI empire start, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> you are asking increasingly more complicated questions. To answer them, you need to be an expert in big numbers, big data and AI. Mankind is currently facing many threats. Due to the genetic researches, it is now possible to create a superhuman, a specialized human being, a genetically engineered athlete, scientist, military man. Pause it for a there second. Are reports that Elon remember, Musk. remember Rocky. Uh, I think it was Rocky three with uh, Dolph Lundgren and all the Soviet uh, stuff, where Rocky was fighting this big Russian, and they were shooting him up with all kinds of dope. Well, a lot of the people look at some of these UFC guys coming out of the Russian Federation as all doped up, and then they clean them up right before the fights, and then they, you know, the whole USADA testing pool, U.S. anti-doping agency. That stuff's been going on in Russia since the Soviet times. And so I can only imagine the super soldiers, the whatever they've got going on in China and Russia. And guess what? Our little creeps and all our little labs doing all their little crap. Uh, so phone lines are open. Anybody wants to weigh in, uh, just be brief because I got a bunch of little stuff that I want to touch on for both the program. So we'll see you guys on the other side. are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. 
visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Tejibo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new Ease-Off Drop and Lift? What in the world is an Ease-Off Drop and Lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419.
figured out 40 freaking years ago and um a real revisionist historian and this 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 orthodox mainstream narrative of history that they've pumped us through all these years is bogus now is it black and white is it cut and dry no but they try to pump us through all this baloney denazification. Give me a break. How about desovietization? How about that? I want to desovietize my society. I don't want to denazify it. I want to desovietize it. How about that? All you dummies out here listening. And I don't mean to get pissed, but it's just like, my gosh, people are so simple and simpletons. Kathleen in Texas, greetings, ma'am. Hey, Robert. Uh, in 2017, Dr. Lorraine, the late Dr. Lorraine Day, wrote a book yeah. called Deliberate Destruction of America and the World, Who's Doing It and Why? And yeah. in it, she has a picture of uh, Gorbachev, and she makes it clear that uh, Perestroika was a sham. So I think what you're doing tonight is... Uh, we need to hear this. Well, I, I appreciate that. Remember, hey, the same place that Gorbachev was set up at the Presidio is where Lieutenant Mi- Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino had the big rape, uh, little kid rape thing going on at the military base at the Presidio. You remember that? Oh, my goodness, no. Horrible. Yeah, the, the founder of the Temple of Set, an offshoot of Anton LaVey's uh, Church of Satan, this Lieutenant Colonel PSYOP, like heavy-duty PSYOP guy, connected to L- Lieutenant General Paul Vallely, by the way. Um, this guy, These guys had all kinds of goofy stuff out there in San Francisco at the Presidio. And this is where the Jesuits have two big institutions. This is where Gavin Newsom, Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris, Willie Brown, I mean, all the crap politicians that have come out of the San Francisco um, satellite and it's all connected to China real weird real weird stuff and um, but yeah um, Gorbachev came here the perestroika stuff and the glasnost and all that crap and uh, who was it Uh, the one guy I played a few weeks ago he was saying that at one of these border crossings, there were tons of Russians coming across, just like there were tons of Chinese. And so um, everybody thinks Putin is our buddy, and he's here, this great Orthodox Christian leader. Um, they need to just say, hey, wait a minute, I, I could be wrong here. And Putin and Xi and the Marxist world in Central and South America – could all be acting in concert and some of the regimes in Africa could all be acting in concert. And then they're, they've got their people here whenever they decide to pull the plug and then boom, um, we're dealing with like a threat 
threat levels on on numerous numerous kind of angles. And so, anything else, Kathleen? No, but thank you very much, and uh, I'm, I'm just glad that God's in charge. Oh yeah, well you know the Lord. This is His world, and we're facing judgment. We all know that have grown up in this country. We know that through our own behaviors, our own um, lackadaisicalness, um, all this. Well, that, you're telling the truth, and uh, I don't think there is anything that we can do that pleases God more than to tell the truth. So. Yeah, well, you know, we we all have to do an inventory. We have to do an inventory of our own souls. And thanks, Kathleen. I appreciate you calling in and and listening. Yeah, I mean, look, this is a long train of abuses that we've let happen by this uh, this rogue faction that's been controlling our government. I mean, think about this. You have you have like traditionalist Catholics that sit in in abortion clinics just trying to change women's mind, and they're locking these people up for like 10 and 12 years now to, tr- to try to just convince women to, ki- to quit killing their children. This is open Satanism that we're dealing with now with our own federal government. Chance in West Virginia. Chance, what's up? Point analysis, Robert. Bravo, brother. You know, with each passing day... I'm starting to see that every country and every continent is complicit in bringing in this new world order from all well, of or the or chance or they're just controlled to that point. Yes, because yes, all of yeah. Asia, all of Europe, the chicken swingers, even the Muslim countries, all of North yes. America. Hey, hey, chance, chance, yes. and, and since you brought up the Muslim countries, look at Dubai. Look at Gutter. Look at Saudi. Saudi Arabia now is becoming some sort of a Babylon where they're having rock concerts and, and Beyonce and all this yeah. weird stuff. So they they flipped the script. But Dubai, yeah. if now they can do Dubai, I got a question I mean, for you, Robert. Yeah, they're they're having I'm, all the I'm world convinced. government summits over there to where it's just like all these guys with their chic uniforms on. They're all on this carbon stuff. I mean, they're all enslaving their own people just like they're. Our own people are enslaving us. Yeah, Robert, we're all in for a world of hurt. Uh, uh, and I got a question for you. I could see it now, how we're being played. Uh, but my, I got a question for you. What do you think of South America? I, I can't quite put my finger on them, though, where they stand. I'm pretty much convinced that the entire world is complicit, all these countries and continents. Oh, yeah. Like... Like Chance, I'm 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 reading reports of down in Medellin, Colombia, where Americans and Westerners are being tracked down and murdered, like a bunch of them every week because they're going down there to hook up with these beautiful women down in Colombia and so forth, and they're setting them up by gangs, they're drugging them, they're killing them, taking all their money. Right, uh, I heard that too. So another yeah, word. it's. It's one big, it's one big free for all going on down there in South America. Don't don't travel down there right now because uh, anybody, because well, the word's okay. gone out. Americans, gringos, open season on gringos in Central and South America, and so well, watch your becoming, watch your. Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Now I guess it's that time uh, uh, delay. Uh, uh, it's becoming clear that everybody's complicit in this. Yeah. And, you know, writers warned us about this, especially Fritz Springmeier. You know, 
you can't put your trust in nobody. Like I said, no. they're all complicit. The chicken swingers of Muslim countries, all of Asia, all of Europe, all of North America. I think it's it's working for a world to hurt soon. Americans better wake up. This is going to be a very interesting year. Yes, I agree, Chance. Thank you, brother. All right. Bye-bye now. All right. Let's take Hijacker. What's up, my man? Uh, yeah, Robert. So I, I think I got you figured out. Um, I think you got bit. And it, I, I see this with a lot of guys, mainly with baby boomers. You're not a baby boomer, but mainly with baby boomers are really hardcore anti-communists. But I think the John Birch thing actually did a number on you. Because when, when you actually take a look, let's take a look at Putin for a second, who I call you know, uh, the great and mighty warrior king of Mother Russia, Vladimir Putin. Let's take a yeah. look at this guy. He can't go on a television people that, hey, by the way, these psychopathic vampiric Jews, not only do they run the West, you know, but they also ran our country where we did all this Why, why all this can't he? in the Ukraine. Why can't, why can't he? Nobody can. Robert, yeah, that's, that's, oh, that's me. Oh, okay. That's you and I can. We're sitting here on the air, but he can't. Yeah, where you and I are poor. And, uh, well, so getting, what? So what? This guy's getting, this guy's got $700 billion yacht. All right. Well, I, I agree. No, no. I, I, I Listen, he's a man. All come right? on, he's come on hijacker. I I, I, I'm done with apologists for Putin. The guy's been in no, power no, no, for uh, over a quarter of a century. Right, yeah, but think about what he this did guy, right before. This guy, Obama's on a hot mic with Medvedev, his little bitch, and he talks about, I'll have much more flexibility when I get my re-election. And he's like, I'll tell Vladimir. All right, Come all right, on, Robert, Uranium Robert, One, Robert, Uranium Robert, One Robert, hijacker, are you serious this, right now? This. Right before, before the come war on, started. Come on, dude, come on, come on. How about the dollar? The, the dollar? Climate change is gone? Look, I, I said it, he's told a lot of truth. He told a lot of truth. I've watched this thing twice, and I'm going to watch it again. He told a lot of truth, but what address all the stuff that thing. I said that he didn't talk about. I know. I agree. But think about this one thing. Think about that movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Let's remove uh, Putin from the equation for the last 20 years. We would be at war in the Middle East. Russia would probably already be taken you over. Know what? Ukraine would nobody, be gone. Nobody, can, nobody can even triangulate where we would be without him. I, I said it when I came on the air in 2014. He is the enigma, the most mysterious person uh, out there. Nobody can gauge where he's at. I, I said that nine years ago when I came on the air in 20, uh, 2014. Oh, it's coming up on 10 years. It's nine and a half years. I've, I said he's the guy. He's the mystery of, the, of our century, the 20th, 20th and 21st century. He is that guy, and our, but our I got to call him out. Darker. I got to call him out. He does two hours. When he does two hours with Tucker Carlson, I got to I got to call out Carlson. He didn't ask about of uh, the substantive stuff, the bio labs, the trafficking, the harvesting, I, I know. the well, genocide of whites here. in South Africa, which is part of BRICS. If, if if Putin's a Christian Orthodox guy, he can't say anything about the the, the Julius Malema. And the EFF gang down there in South South uh, Africa talking about killing well, all South the white Africa, people. It, it exposes exposed the genocide of the Israelis of South Africa that did that. I yeah. mean, it's politics yeah. is tough. That's but can be they got their own genocide that they're about to do on the whites, the Boers. 
Well, you, you do know that Putin has taken shiploads of uh, South Africans into uh, Russia. Look that allegedly, up. Allegedly. I don't, well, no, I don't no, have I, I saw there. interviews of them. I saw interviews of uh, lots of them. Uh, well, uh, I, that would be cool. That would be cool. I would say take all them South Africans into Russia, and then, you know what, that would be a real plus uh, for Putin. Yeah, well, he's opened up the land. He says, if you want 40 acres and you want to have a go at a farm or something like that, uh, you've got to have this, just the smallest connection to being Russian, or you have to have an X amount of mount money, uh, and yeah. then you can come. But anyway, yeah, well, hey, is if we it, were- that, would be a, that would be a big plus. If I saw him saying, hey, I'll absorb every white South African into Russia, uh, I would be like, whoa, that would be a game changer for me. I just say, look, if, there were, if he wasn't around, look how the world would be. We would be, I mean, this guy has stopped. Well, so you, you can't say that. There could have been somebody else that came up that, that we don't we can't gauge. So, but go ahead. Go ahead. Let's let's move on. Let's, what do we got? Well, well, no, I'm just saying, you, you, you remove him from the equation, you got a completely different world. The one thing that I did, did I was upset about, when Tucker said, who are these elites that run the yeah, West and yeah, the United yeah. States? Oh, I don't know. And, <laughs> that's right. That's right. But what? 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 I what well, no, he could have said. He could have said globalists. He could have said Council on Foreign Relations. He could have said trilaterals. He could have said a lot of things. But I don't know. It's complicated. You know, I I don't know. I mean, look, he's trying to be diplomatic. He's he knows he's in front of billions of people. But I was just bringing up, you know, I played all those timestamps because there were certain things throughout that thing that were, when I listened to it the other night for the first time, I'm like, there were things that made me angry about, it's like, bro, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to whitewash the red terror, all these Jewish gangsters that did all this, the Solzhenitsyn level gulag archipelago stuff. And you, and you're going to whine about the Polish. Wait. Hey, but you're going to whine about the Polish treating the Ukrainians bad when, <laughs> when Stalin but, but, but killed 12 but re- million of them? But, it, but in return, he called out the CIA to blow up the pipeline. Look at what they're doing. Yes. They caused the coup. I mean, Well, he called out Tucker. Had, he's like, you did it. And right. Tucker's well, like, well, I was off is, that would, day. Yeah. Would you not Would you not have that interview go out to being people? Would you rather have it not been done or to, be, to have been done? Well, and all the things he exposed. Um, I don't know because I think that I think that it, it it lionizes the Soviet Union too much, the Great Patriotic War and all that BS. It's like, bro, you just killed sixty million of your own people, and you're going to call that the Great Patriotic War because Germany uh, Operation Barbarossa attacked you because you know you don't you don't try to overthrow Germany with Antifa and all that other crap and then and finally Hitler rises and they try to they try to uh cut the head off the snake in Moscow and then you going to say that it was a great patriotic war? No, it wasn't. You guys were under right. the control of some demonic assholes and then uh Franco and Mussolini and Hitler who were pretty weak countries they tried to make a stand against communism even though they were goofballs themselves in in, in certain ways. It's like, come on, man! I just, I just can't, I can't get with that because he's trying to pump the Allied versus Axis powers baloney that that we all know. Looking after all these years, you're like, wait a minute, 
revisionist historians have kind of set the record straight that it, it wasn't as cut and dry like United States, Britain, and freaking um, the France, Soviet oh, Union yeah. were some sort of good right. guys. No, they weren't. Right, but I'm just saying, take a look at that. At the end of the day, look what the guy has done in his own country, all the Orthodox Church being built. More of the Russians yeah. have come back into church now. I mean, well, uh, here, here's, here's, here's one thing I will give him. He stopped the the Jewish gangsters, the Jesuit gangsters, from breaking Russia up into a bunch of smaller republics and then raping the land of all of its resources. And I said that earlier tonight. I was like, because you know that was the plan, to break Russia up into a bunch of smaller republics, and then that way all Jewish mobsters and the, the Vatican gangsters could have their way with all the smaller republics, turn them against each other, turn them on China, whatever. But you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, and then cut, uh, and then cut the energy off from China, and then for the, the final one to take down is China. But the, the yeah. fires in Moscow and in Russia, yeah, and military yeah. bases, mall up 273%. In fact, the very hour that that Tucker Carlson interview was released, the very minute, literally. Well, those fires down in, what was it, Chile? Uh, just like Lahaina? All that going well, on? Well, there was one, there was one like, there was the one like Lahaina in Moscow. Yeah. <laughs> two exactly. miles. Yeah. Two miles of, 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 of buildings and yes. shopping malls on fire. It was unbelievable. Uh, I, don't, I don't even think a drone can do that. So they want to kill him. So I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, he skipped past. He only had so much time. Uh, well, but, well, Tucker's uh, over there. He entered, he interviewed Snowden and um, uh, Tara Reid allegedly too. So we'll see how they, what happens when that drops. <laughs> yeah, and you said something. Did you see it? Did, did Tucker really have a red? Thread? Yes. Well, oh, I've seen pictures. He's he's had that on for a long, long time. So that Kabbalah bracelet, and Putin wears uh-huh. them too. So I don't know. That could yeah. be CGI, though. That could be CGI. I don't know. Yeah, well, that falls in line. Anyways, Robbie, you always got a great yeah. show, but I had to give a full-throated defense of uh, the great and mighty warrior king. Well, I know, I know you like Putin, and look, I, I want to like Putin, but at the same time, I am going to be the devil's advocate against the dude just because that's my job as, as like this red-blooded, like – Marine Corps, Cold Warrior type American dude, where it's like, look, I want to find something wrong with this dude, and I want to find something right with him. You know what I mean? Well, it's the John. The, 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 I'm convinced it's the John Bircher. It is. In, yeah, yeah, I'm an old school really... 1990s Bircher, and I'm like, look, so, I don't I mean, like, I don't like Marxists. I don't like communists. I don't like um, their version of how the world's going to go. So. Uh, I know, but I mean, by and large, at the end of the day, you're upset mostly at his interview because he didn't go back and redo some ugly history that was well to no benefit. The Red Terror, the Red Terror, with all those Jewish mob gangsters like Genrik Igota, Lazar Kaganovich, the 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 Sverdlovs, and the freaking Rappaports, and all the gang that killed all those millions of Russian Orthodox Christians. They killed priests. They cut the nuns' breasts off. They burned them with irons. And their vaginas and all that crap. Nobody's mentioning none of that, are they? And this, they, those same type of oligarchs were the first ones to haul ass once this war started. <laughs> well, but there's still doesn't some oligarchs there. Yeah, all right, there all right, hijacker. I'll, I'll holler at you, bro. All right, okay. James in Vancouver. What's up, James? Yeah, and all those uh, 
Jews that took down uh, Russia uh, were probably working for the Rockefellers because the Rockefellers did not want the Tsar to uh, develop his oil fields. That would have been contrary to what the Rockefellers wanted. And the Rockefellers. Well, they, they were, a lot of them were anti Tsarist, too. They wanted yeah. to well, kill the Tsar family and institute a, yeah. a communist dystopia. You know how that is. Yeah. But they didn't have the money, I don't think. And this is where the Rockefellers uh, look, look, came in. Who was it? Trotsky got sent from New York. Lenin got sent from Germany. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. Well, I was going to say that um, under the Soviet Union and before, it was always pan-Slavism. And Putin has maintained that pan-Slavism. And he's acting like a chess player. He's not getting himself into anywhere he can be uh, checked or mated, you see. So just now you're right on your um, uh, putting this interview on because Putin is just bluffing in the interview. And he's, uh, he's saying these questions are getting tougher and tougher. I'm not an expert. And then he answers the question anyway. He knows damn well yeah. what's going on. Well, think about everything. this with China. Think about China, and he's saying how how expansionist they are, and this and that. But then you read all this other stuff that said China's teetering on the verge of uh, some sort of an implosion as well. You well, see what I'm saying, be, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what in, the truth yeah. about China and their financial, um, fiscal well being is, because we read all this dichotomous. Well, yeah. Uh, Stuff. Well, what, what do you think of China? Are they in good shape? Or are they teetering on the brink of some sort of a of, of crisis? Well, I was going to get at this because my people in Taiwan say, says they they're ready to implode because the banks are failing and their uh, real estate market is crumbling, and um, so uh, they are not doing well. They're in unstable in that in that way, but they keep it out of the press. But um, Right, right. See, that's the thing when you've got a Xinhua or a Izvestia or a Pravda-type system, which we have here with CNN and the rest of them, but it's like right. it's hard for us to glean, okay, what is the financial health of this, this regime, this CCP regime in China? Or, you know, Putin's sitting there on that interview talking, oh, China's, they're the badasses yeah. of the world, expanding at 5%. Right. Blah 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 blah. Right. Is that is that true, or is he pumping us full of baloney? And and then if it's like that, then that's a recipe for all countries to go to world war, because in the end, uh, when you can't uh, pay your bills, the countries they take well, us to war. You see, right, right. I'll well, you got go. this New York bank. Yeah. This New York bank just collapsed, right. or and and then right. you got all this happening in China, so where it's like, oh, everybody's collapsing simultaneously because yeah. we're so interconnected, and the bankers. Uh, Watch the bankers. The bankers are going to take the money and run. All those, those. I'm, I'm a half a Kazar myself. Let me tell you, they're just going to take the money and run like hell. And everyone's going well, to. Here's your rifle. Go get it. Right. Yeah. Go get yourself. They'll take their money so, into the bunker like Zuckerberg's got or whatever. Yeah, I, I understand. Uh, well, they'll find a place to hide. South America. There's lots of places to hide for these people. They've been doing it yeah. for years. So, yeah. I'll let you go, sir. Thanks. All right, Bye James. Now. Have a good one, man. So, uh, as usual, I didn't get to a whole ton of, I didn't get to any of the tabs. I had probably 40 of them open in my browser, but I, I hope you all enjoyed. Uh, you know, I had to get to the Putin stuff and talk, uh, Tucker, but um, everybody enjoy, and we'll see um, what happens within the next week. Hopefully nothing happens in Vegas tonight. Um, 
Hopefully, it's not a mass casualty event. All right, take care, everybody. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.